Hello everyone and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll discuss making bloody good life choices. My name is Lucy Good and I'm the founder of Beanstalk, an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. My aim with these podcasts is to get useful, targeted information to single mums wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I hunt down experts in the subjects that matter to single mums and I ask the questions that I think you want to know the answers to. The information being shared in my free podcast can save you time, money and a whole lot of worry. And if you have questions that are specific to your situation, my guests are always happy to go a step further. So don't be afraid to contact them directly if you like what you're hearing. And talking of guests, it's my great pleasure to introduce today's podcast guest, Penny Hall from Penelope J. Penelope, in a nutshell, is a lover of life. Having said that, it's not always been easy for her. She has a background with family and domestic violence and emotional trauma from a life that turned out different to what she had imagined for herself and her two young children. Like all women in this situation, she had to find the strength to see through the pain and rise up from a life of control and coercion. A challenge indeed, but one she chose to take on and succeeded in. It's this part of Penelope's life journey that has led her to launch a business assisting others. Penelope is an inspiring life coach, business mastermind facilitator and speaker. She supports many brave people to tackle both their past and present in a new way that sets them on a path of what Penelope beautifully calls self-freedom. Penelope has been in business for herself for around 14 years and enjoys connecting with people, technology and educating herself in many areas. She has a certification in life coaching, mentoring, masterminding and fundamentals of neuro-linguistic programming and is completing a diploma in psychology and counselling. Well, now that was a mouthful (laughs) for me to even say. So certainly a very impressive introduction. Welcome, Penny. Thank you, Lucy. How are you? Oh, very well, thank you. We've been organising this one for a while, haven't we, this podcast? So it's lovely to um, have this opportunity to chat to you. That's lovely. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you very much. Thanks. Um, so, I mean, we, you and I, we've got to know one another a little through um, my Facebook group and through messaging and organising this. Um, and, you know, from, I feel I know you um, to, to a certain extent. And from your introduction, I can tell that you're one of those women with this re- relentless energy and ambition. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's fantastic. And I'm really inspired by people like you. So just tell me quickly before we head into my questions, what is your secret for fitting everything you do into such a hectic life as a single mom? <laughs> um, it, it's probably not a secret as such, but I perhaps I was blessed with uh, being born with being organised and thriving on um, routine but with room for spontaneity as well because I, I do like to keep myself busy and entertained and it seems that when I have one project on the go I tend to um, lead into another one but 
I think probably bottom line is I'm just very organised and that totally, uh, I guess, uh, helps my day-to-day routine with the kids and also within my businesses as well. And it, it makes me really happy. Yeah, I mean, organisation is the key to everything really, isn't it? You know, when, when you, you connect it to happiness there, and it's true, because when you're organised, everything runs more th- smoothly, you get things done, and everyone is actually happier. So you wouldn't usually connect organisation and happiness, but there is a link, isn't there, to it? Oh, God, yes. There's, there's less drama, you don't run late, you know, lunches are made, beds are made, uh, you get things done, and mm. I'm really big doer so Mm. being super organized and i'm i'm passing that on to my kids it's working really well with one and (laughs) and taking taking its time with the other but that's that's all right because we're all different (laughs) we are all different yes you you sound very similar to me i bet you love a list as well don't you i I, I do love a list Anyway, on that note of being really organised, um, I'll, I'll get going with the questions I've got for you and um, we'll hair through, hopefully we'll fit them all in and um, we'll just relax and enjoy. So let's get going. Um, so to be able to help people on their journey in life is a great thing. Um, and I know with my single mummy course that I do, I feel honoured to have the opportunity to do it. And more often than not, the ladies I work with become my friends. It takes a special person to dip into someone else's life and make positive change. What past experiences or challenges have given you the ability to be so good at it? Well, as I said a little bit before, I I was born with uh, much passion and and an inner fire in my belly for life in general. And I've always been someone who has been a happy, bright, sparkly, chatty sort of person. And that's who I was by nature. And I know that because I (laughs) used to talk a lot in school. (laughs) And... um, The experience that came upon me um, wasn't one of the most positive experiences as opposed to perhaps, you know, the lovely travels that I've been on in my life. And that's, I found myself in a domestic and family violence slash abuse situation. And uh, we were living that day to day. I didn't realise that it was abuse at the time. I just thought it was a very, very bad relationship. So now that I've broken free from it and have never, ever looked back, it was one of the most challenging times in my life, um, I guess I have the ability uh, for, for empathy and understanding and Whilst my patience uh, for listening has always been very good, I I think with what I have experienced has really enhanced so many strengths of mine as a person and because I have come out the other side, of which was my choice to do so, I could have stayed back there but I I didn't want to camp there anymore so I'm shuffled on and and chose a new camp so my 
when I went through what I went through with my girls, I felt really alone. And even though there were lots of nice people around that uh, stayed with me, there were plenty that left and, and made a choice, I felt really alone. And one of my things is is no one should desert, should be have that feeling of being alone through a really, really tough time in their life. So I... I I draw on my experiences not to remain in any kind of uh, victim mode but to assist people and assure them and comfort them knowing that I've, I've been there and, mm. you know, you can move on. It, it's hard work but you can move on. People, um, need, people need to see yeah. that other people can do it, don't they? And it gives them yeah. the strength to feel that they're capable of doing it as well. It's a choice. It's a, it's a choice you make mm. to um, move on or stay there. Yes. And I think something has to really break the camel's back as such for you to think, I, I, I just can't stay here. I've, mm. I've, I've got to, well, it's ground, ground zero. You know, we, we don't like to stay on ground zero for, for too long. No. And I just love that um, way that you're using such difficult experiences from your life and you're helping others because of those experiences that you've had in a way that you wouldn't have been able to had you not had them and that's an incredibly empowering thing to do um, and I think we a lot of people do it on different levels and even in um, you know in my single mum vine Facebook group people are able to support others through their hard experiences because they've been through similar. It makes them feel amazing to offer advice and help others. And it makes it feel like they've not been wasted experiences because, and that must be a really big thing for you because although it was a terrible thing in your life, you're just helping so many other people from it. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. And isn't it, it's interesting where life takes you and mm. it's something that, uh, I, I've always had inside, but life just took me down a different path. And I feel like one of my sayings is to be at peace 360. So 360 is that you know that full circle of life, mm -hmm. and and to be at peace is probably what we're all looking for. So I, I feel like I have done that 360, and I'm now doing what I should have been doing for a long time but it but that's okay because i i got caught up with other things mm. and life <laughs> life what? got in the yeah. way yeah yeah absolutely it has but a it's... habit doesn't it of doing yeah. that <laughs> and and yeah funny about that <laughs> I, no it's I, I i i sometimes i stumble with my words because i i can't explain exactly how bloody good i feel Mm. Right? having been through and, and come out it's it's the best choice that I could have made for myself and my kids yeah and it makes you a stronger person um, and you I'm don't perhaps you don't realize it at the time while it's happening you perhaps feel quite weak and helpless because it's so difficult but you come out the other side with all these amazing skills and attributes and things <laughs> that you didn't have before but you like, learned them from the experience yeah. You do, you do, and you don't think at the time. You, when you're very low, you all you can think about is just breathing. That's exactly right. Um, 
I love that you talk about helping people getting back into their own life. Um, as a single mom on a path different to the one that I had envisaged for myself, it's an appealing prospect. It sounds like a good thing to do. So can you explain to me exactly what it means to get back into your own life? Sure. I, I think when when I was in in the life that I wasn't enjoying, I was just floating along and I, the way I explain it is that I had already died inside. I mean, this is pretty dramatic, but I'd already mm. died inside and I was just waiting for the outer me to do the same because I was just moving along in life, doing the, the smiles and the laughter that needed be on the outside, but on the inside it, it, it was just hell. It was just like a living hell. So for me, being present in my life uh, means just enjoying and feeling that sense of peace and fulfillment that stirs up inside and then shows up on the outside and people can notice it and and you can feel it so this being present a lot of people don't seem to understand it and uh, until we kind of talk about it more and it's appreciation and love and spending time with the people you love spending time with. And and over time, those people change as well. Mm. And it's to find our, I guess, our happy place, which is a might be an easier concept for people to understand. And, and open your eyes to what's going around you. And if you're feeling really good, just notice how you're feeling and think, okay, when I'm going through my challenging time, I remember what it was like when I was feeling happy. And you can actually take yourself back to that to get mm. you through the challenging time that you might be experiencing yeah. at that moment. And yeah. it's, it's loving you. It's loving yourself. Mm. And I, I love that because it's something that I always say as well is, um, and it does relate back to what you're saying. Um, I say it to my kids and I say it to people when I'm trying to help them as well. You know, I say life is just a phase. Everything in it is a phase. And yeah. it's really important to recognize that if things aren't going as well as you'd like, it is only a phase and things will get better, um, which right. is ob the obvious point to make. But at the same time, when things are good, like you just said, stop and think, this is just great now. I'm feeling good and I'm just going to enjoy this because everything's, you know, everything's traveling along nicely. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling content. So sometimes we don't appreciate it at the time. Um, and by appreciating it, you're getting more enjoyment from the moment, aren't you? Correct. Correct. And do you know what? You can actually wake up and you have the challenge that you're experiencing is still there. But you've got that choice to just park it and then get on with the day and then tackle it when you need to. And you can actually act, if that's the word you want to use, happy mm. outside. And then I think as long as you start tackling the problem rather than burying it, um, that's why I chose the word park. 
you can just leave it there for a while because if you've got to go to work or interact mm-hmm. with other people, you don't want it weighing you down and you may not want other people to know what's going on. But you've got the choice to just leave it there. You know what I mean? Yes. Leave it there sitting for a while, do your day and then come come back to it. But you you can still be happy for that day. You can and I, I and I know it is hard as well. I mean it's not as easy as we, we make it sound, but um, one thing that I learned from one of the podcasts that I did um, with a lady called Kylie Travers and she really hit rock bottom as a single mum and she has a very inspiring story to tell but at the time I was talking to her my house had flooded and I had all these kind of disasters happening and you know the way everything hits at once and you're like oh god and she was saying that one of her tips for getting by was to just deal with one thing at a time because they're not related necessarily. We are relating them by going, oh my God, everything's gone wrong. But it's a number of different things. So you can park it or you can say, okay, I'm just gonna park those and I'm gonna deal with this one first. And by doing that, I I mean, it just so happened we were chatting at the time I had all these issues going on and I put it into action straight away. And I thought, you know, it really does work. I just need to sort out each one, one at a time. and everything is going to be fine it's far more controlled but it's very similar to what you're saying about parking problems and sorting them out when you can because there's no point worrying all day if there's nothing you can actually do about it just step by step and often writing you know we were talking about how to laugh about lists just writing putting it in front of you on a piece of paper okay this 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 and this and at the same time, you can actually write on the other side of the paper the things that you are thankful for. And yes. that's a reminder of yourself that really you'll get through it. Yes, yeah. And to get them out, I mean, I did it this morning. I was thinking, oh, I've got all these things to do at the weekend. So I just tapped them into my do- a to-do list on the computer and I felt so much better afterwards. So, um, yeah, it does the little things, aren't they, in life that can make you, you feel happier. Um, the phase you use, which really appeals to me when I was looking at your website, is self-freedom living. Yes. All, all I know is that I want it. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> and it sounds fantastic. Again, can you explain to me what this phrase, self-freedom living, actually means? Certainly. Well, this expression that I founded makes my heart tingle and my whole body shake with peace if that if that makes sense Mm. and it's well self I guess I took it from self-help and you know you've you've got to take care of yourself first because before you can and particularly being a mum and those of us who are you know one parent families we, we have to look after ourselves because we've got these little ones who are uh, reliant and dependent on us still and self-freedom is just embracing you learning to love you and everything about you again or even for the first time because again life takes over and and we forget to uh, nurture ourselves so the self-freedom is we're doing it for ourselves, 
freedom is a great word because it's what's well, a word that's obviously been around for a very long time and it has many many meanings for all sorts of different people around the world and freedom of expression freedom to live the way you want to live without anybody saying or telling you otherwise and I guess because I, I had come from living a life of control and I'm, I'm such a free spirit, I didn't feel like I had any freedom. So to put self-freedom living together, just, I don't know, it just kind of makes sense to me because we're doing it for ourselves because we have to, nobody else can. We've got support, but ultimately we're the decision makers for ourselves as individuals and hanging out with like for like people that is the most enormous difference and you can start I think I think it's an age thing as well you can start filtering through the people that are uh, more con congruent with who you are as a person and hang out with them more often than not because they make you feel good and you make them feel good. Yeah, that's a very important thing, isn't it, to surround yourself by the people that make you feel good. Yeah. Um, and often yeah. as single mums, we've perhaps been living too long um, in our lives with people who don't make, make us feel good, so don't waste another minute yes. um, on that. And I, th that word freedom as a single mum is such an interesting one as well because... I know when I got when I separated the my my overwhelming feelings were ones of relief but also freedom um, and I wasn't in a in a DV situation or anything like that but I just felt very trapped um, in my marriage and I felt a sense of freedom since um, I split up which was over five years ago now so being a single mum, you do feel free, but at the same time, you do feel shackled because you have, as a single mum, you have these massive responsibilities and you just can't take your foot off the pedal. You've got to constantly, you know, you're always looking after your kids. Um, and um, even if you're co-parenting, you know, if you haven't got your kids with you, you're worrying about them. Um, there's a whole, you know, it's a whole new way of parenting as, as a single mother. And sometimes it feels like you haven't got that freedom because you are a single mum. You haven't got a partner who can take the kids from you every now and then. Um, so it's freedom. I, I feel it's freedom and it's not freedom as a single mum. Do you know what I mean by that? I, I, I do. I, the only thing is I, I think of it differently. I, I love the freedom of, being able to be me. Perhaps it's because of the, the, the shackles that I did have on. Mm. I, I totally get that, but I guess because I've, I've made the choice for that total self-freedom, I, I love it mm. any, 
<laughs> love it. I mean, yeah, for me personally, I my sense of freedom is a lot is a lot more than my sense of not being free. You know, as a single yeah. mum, I do feel like I'm a free spirit again, and I have control of my life. Yes. And when I have my kids, we can do what we want, yes. um, and I choose my own pathways in life. But you know, I do know that at times, and I know that some single mums that I chat to do feel very trapped by the situation. So yes. to find this, what you talk about when you talk to people this self-freedom living it's a really yeah. important thing I think to help some single mums get by to understand what that is and to live that way absolutely and it's it's more about coming from within so we're always going to have outer influences aren't we because we're we're living and and mm. we're living in places where there's other people and we have our children to think about so it's more about the lovely spirit that comes from within and feeling that freedom inside you that life is really good Mm. and although I am juggling many aspects of it and yes there's the the great happy things that happen and yes there's the challenges but if you feel that freedom inside and and knowing that you I know I said it before but will be okay then you can just keep that essence inside you. And it's, it's, it's about loving you and, mm. and accepting you for who you are because then if you're, if you're projecting loving yourself, then you're going to project love and kindness and peace and freedom to everybody else. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's also creating a new habit for yourself to to con- to think like that and to float along more i mean not be all airy fairy but float along rather than than have that heavy weight feeling all the time manifesting the good things isn't it really rather than it, focusing on the bad ones and it sounds really fluffy and woo woo but it it just it just works. Mm. Oh, it does. Yes, you know, you, it's you, it's how you train yourself to think as well, isn't it? And then you just yes. do it naturally. Yes. Um, <clears throat> look, our lives are full of choices, and we've already touched on the word choices quite a few times in this podcast. Um, and all the decisions that we make have an impact or a reaction. And I love all of these phrases and taglines that you use, Penny. But one that I like the most is the one make bloody good life choices in fact I pinched it and named this podcast after it (laughs) (laughs) it's brilliant but how do we go about making the right choices you know you've mentioned you know life is all about choices Um, is there a process to make the right choice what are your tips or can you share some secrets with us about how as single mums we can make these bloody good life choices well, I, do you know what, when I, when I came up with that and I, it, I, I didn't even do lots of research or I think it's just, it, it sounds very Aussie, doesn't it, making bloody good life. I love life it. Choices. I just love it. It's but just I, to the I, point. I, it's, it's, it's enough of a um, naughty word not to be naughty. So yes. Well, it stands out, makes you look and think. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and that's what my, um, my, my, First live event, that was what it was called, Making Bloody Good Life Choices. And and I've actually had really good feedback. But as 
as a, a single mum myself, and I've got two, you know, amazing humans that I that I made. Um, in the past, with with or without children, I did make some pretty average life choices, but they were what they were at the time, and they. They did, however, lead me on a path of almost very close to self-destruction. And that's because I wasn't learning. I, I it was like banging my head against a brick wall every time I was making a choice. And and whilst it whatever the choice was and the situation was, it it, it, it probably gave me a high of some sort, um, you know, when I was doing it. But then I once I'd stepped in it and it wasn't working, then I just fell down and I kept falling down over and over and over again. So I just wasn't getting it. And then I fell down one too many times and that's when I thought, okay, come on, Penny, you, you, you've got to get on here and start making bloody good life choices for yourself because you're a mum, you're a single mum and you're about to turn half a century, as my kids keep um, reminding oh. me. And, um, and, you know, life was, was getting by and going by so fast. So I am into education and I took myself to lots and lots and lots of personal development seminars, workshops, conferences. I flew around the country, I flew um, to places in the world. I spent a lot of money educating myself on on how I can get out of the rut that I was in and start making better choices for myself. So I, I, I guess if, if we had to call them secrets, one of the best secrets is education and hanging around, and I know I mentioned this just before, but hanging around really good people and aligning yourself with those people but also really realizing what your own personal values are now and sticking to them so for example values such as you know loyalty and love and honesty integrity family and we've all got you know different same similar values when you're a, you know, when you're a good person so Bringing back yourself to your to what I call your home base HQ, so it's it's your home base, it's you, it's it's the essence, the inner you, and HQ is just abbreviation for headquarters. So I think as as a, a single mum, really releasing any kind of stigma you might feel to that, and just be you out there, and. If you hang with the right people, no one's going to make any, well, they shouldn't, any judgments anyway. And then just start realising and opening, or sorry, being aware of the choices that you're making and are they working. If it's not working, there's actually a reason why it's not working. So you may not have to make any monumental step to change it. It might just need a tiny little tweak. Mm, yeah. And, you know, and when it feels good, it feels bloody good. It's 
So you know you're making a bloody good life choice because it's making you happy and you can see it's making other people happy. Your kids are happy, your family. You... So a lot... <coughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> You've done well to get this far. <laughs> oh, oh. <coughs> I'm so sorry. It's the tail end of a of a cold that I've had. Now my voice has gone funny. Well, that's okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll move on anyway to the next one because I'm just looking at the time, um, and it kind of ties in as well with what you're talking about there um, about making. Um, sort of the right choices and how to um, sort of rid yourself of the, the wrong choices. So I'll ask my question while you regain your voice. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I can hear it now. It's back now. Oh, all right. <laughs> and so you. in order to move forward in life, we have to sort out what's important and what isn't, which as you were saying. So you talk about kicking free unwanted challenges. And I think this is key for single mums. We can be caught up with challenges from our pre-single mum lives and we need to remove them in order to think clearly about the things that matter. So sort of moving on quite nicely from what you were saying, how do we rid ourselves of these unwanted challenges? It can be the biggest step and decision of your life when you're wanting to to rid these unwanted challenges because you've you've had enough now and they must move on and but for them to move on we've got to move on and we've got to create that awareness that we don't want this and it must must go away now so it's about <laughs> Stepping into courage and being brave with the challenge that you want to remove. And what I use as techniques is I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty visual and tactile person by nature. So um, I'm even, you know, as I'm talking here, you can't see me, but my my hands are, move, are moving and I'm, I'm quite animated. So... What you can do, and I, I found in my most challenging time is I didn't know what to do, where to go, who to speak to. So I took it upon myself to learn some new skills on, on how to rid these unwanted challenges that were now, a, I guess, the bane of my life and a pain in, in, the, back, in the backside. So being able to clear your mind... Not all of us know how to do that just, you know, at the click of a finger. So what I've done, and I know this isn't any secret at all, is we've created uh, vision books for myself and my children. Some people do like a vision board, and that's something that you do a lot in, in business and in personal life, and, and my Penelope J business does cover both, and um, I do work for, for businesses and um personal and with our vision books we make sure it's it's positive and we aim for things in the present and in the future and things that make us happy and what we want to be doing who we want to be spending time with and we make sure we celebrate so if if there's a little step that we've taken 
And it might be that we were saving for something small or saving for a holiday and we've now achieved it. We actually celebrate it. And the celebration can be just going out for a coffee or going out for a piece mm. of cake or making a cake or something like that. But, <clears throat> pardon me, we can choose to break and kick free anything in our lives that is wanted. It's all about that choice. And once we realise we have the choice, because we actually forget or don't even know we have a choice, and once we stop blaming others, mm. stop being a victim, I was the most amazing victim in, in my day. Yes, I was by the real term of the word, but I then became a, a, a poor me person, mm. but to a really big degree. And I don't like admitting that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's something that's that's in the past for me now. So the unwanted challenges, so for example, of old, and we're wanting to, to bring new in, we can recondition. Now, I've touched on this a little bit earlier, is we can recondition our way of thinking and step up to the plate of courage, be the bravest that we have ever and and move forward but make the choice and and get a vision book cut and paste pictures of of what makes you happy and getting your, your kids involved because you're doing something together so you're just creating new to rid the old and putting new habits in place and new uh a new, new daily something that makes you happy. Mm. And it doesn't have to be very much. Like you say, it can be a coffee or, you know, even making a cake. I get so much pleasure from that nowadays. Absolutely. Making a cake with one of my daughters. We enjoy it so much and you've got the end yes. result to eat. So it's such, exactly. sim such simple things in life. And you're talking about your vision books and that you work on personal level with people and also with businesses so just moving a little bit onto the work that you do and the process that you go through with your clients do you think that anyone can work through your process or do you have to be at a certain stage in in your life to do it I mean do you agree that we have to be ready to make change and it's not something that can be forced upon us um I do I do agree because it's the, the first part of any change is is awareness. And, and until we are ready, we don't make that change because we seem to as, as humans and, and uh, we resist because some people don't like change at all. Some people really find that difficult. Other people aren't opposed to change, but their change comes quite slowly and I'm one of those that I, it's taken me years to to realise where I was and to move on from there. So absolutely anyone can work through the processes that I do um, and you know what, I, I always put myself back in the hot seat and not that anyone, or I guess yourself, Lucy, you didn't see me at my ground zero, but it was pretty raw. 
And, you know, I've been on in fetal position on the floor more than once just feeling really helpless. So once I was ready, though, to make that change, it's almost like this magical door opens and it sort of feels like magic without being magic. It's opportuni- and, opportunity, isn't it? Opportunities oh, open up. Yes. Well, but they do. And, you know, when that old saying, close one door and so many mm. open, it's you just got to change that tiny bit of the way you do something or the way you think. And then all these opportunities, as you just said, just almost are at your feet. Yeah. And it, it's, it's just opening up to something that's different in your life. And if you don't do different, nothing is going to be different. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. But it can sometimes, you, you, you may not be ready to make change, I think, and then somebody can say or do something that can trigger it. Um, I had a lady who did my e-course and she told me that she she did it because her kids came up to her one day and said, Mum, are you happy? And she said, yeah, of course I am. And they said, no, but are you really happy? Wow. And it was that that, and they're only young kids. Her testimonials on my website, actually, because um, I was just so surprised by what she said. But she said that was, and she said, and then my course popped up, and she thought, well, she believes in timing, so she decided to do it. But it was, it was something that she had no intention of doing until her kids said it to her. So sometimes that trigger for change, it does have to come from within, but it it that the trigger itself can come from somebody close to you who perhaps doesn't mean to to start something off in you but if it's somebody who you care for who can see something inside you that's not right that's that's like a red flag isn't it I've got to make a change I'm going to do it I think so it's 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 noticing that that red flag's up Mm. and and not I guess butting your head against it continually because that's that causes stress and, yes. and and overwhelm and anxiousness and and they're they're the emotions that we're trying to keep at bay uh, when when we're going through life. Mm. So look, I've got one more question. We are running a little bit close to our timing, so I'm going to ask it, and we'll just hear he- through it um, before we finish up because I do want to. I do want to ask this final question. So in my usual style of giving my lovely single mum something actionable to take away from these podcasts, my question to you is this. If our life is all over the place and we desperately want the calm that we've just been discussing, what are the first steps that we can take right now when we've listened to this podcast (laughs) to make our lives less complicated and easier? Well... There's lots of steps. Um, I probably have a top eight that I that I would love to run through. And, you know, one of the big things that came up for me during my own personal transformation is the need to release drama from my life because I just had too much of it. Um, and I used to only dream of, of having a drama-free life. But mm. nowadays for me, there's no or minimal drama. I, I, I could probably quite confidently say there's no drama. So just to put it, I guess, in, in, in eight steps, step one, awareness of who you are and where you are. 
Step two, observe your own behaviours, be they good or not so good. Step three, take ownership of all you do and say. Step four, have a trusted confidant, someone that you know that you can speak to in private, that you, that you know that, that it won't go any further. Step five, if you're unsure, seek a, a professional, someone who's been there before you and that can, can guide you. Someone who's walked their own journey is possibly best because they'll be there side by side with you. Step six, I would say <laughs> quite a big one, stop complaining. Mm, and you mm. and know, because even when someone says, hi, hi, Penny, how are you? And then automatically in the old days I'll go, yeah, I'm all right. Whereas if I just said, yeah, I'm really good, I might be feeling a bit average inside. But if I say, yeah, I'm really good, thanks, it actually changes your, your outlook. Um, step seven, be grateful for everything we have. Even if you don't like feel like you have much, you've still got you, the beautiful you, the amazing mm. you. And step number eight, think happy. Just, just think happy thoughts. And it can make a difference. Honestly, it can just make a world of difference to your everyday. Every I love day. that, Penny. I have to, just the whole, the step six, not complaining yes. <laughs> step eight think happy love yes. it and that's what I, I base my um, single mum vine Facebook group on and I have a lot of issues um, adminning that group because I don't allow people to complain yes. um, I don't allow people to slag off their ex-partners or to slag off anybody for that matter and um, you can't just use the group as a sounding board because it brings yourself down and other people down but if you post something positive it makes everybody including yourself feel good so that's very similar to what you're saying about when people say how are you you know don't start complaining because they don't want to hear it and it isn't helping you either is it really if you just say yeah i'm really good thanks even if you're feeling feeling really crappy am i allowed to say that inside yeah, i think you can uh, say that <laughs> Even if you're feeling bloody crappy inside, it the more you do it, the better you'll feel every day by saying, hey, I'm really well, Lucy. How are you? Yeah, and that's not to say, we're not saying, look, you know, you have to walk around with a big smile on your face as if everything's okay all the time because it's just not possible to do that. But you confide in certain people at certain yeah. times and but in general try to be more positive and it will be much better for you in the long run. And um, what you said also about the drama, I just wanted to point out because it makes me laugh. When my, my dad is just like my best friend and he's in the UK and I'm still very yeah. close with him, speaks to him all the time. But I, I grew up um, with him. He was a single dad. And um, I used to, when I was younger, go, how are you? What's been happening? And he'd say, nothing. And that's just the way I like it. And I used to think, oh, how boring Isn't that gorgeous? But, but, but now I couldn't agree more you don't yeah, you want anything it. to happen I, I would rather just nothing to happen because then everything right. 
I love it when nothing happens. It's like it's fantastic. <laughs> I totally get where he's coming from. It's taken God knows how many years, but I've got it now. <laughs> I bet I bet he loves you for it. Have you told him? Have oh yes, I do. I always tell him. We always laugh about it. <laughs> but look, um, we. We've really run out of time now. Um, I feel as if you and I could chat for hours and there's so many other subjects related to our chat that I'd love to dip into as well. And I'm having to sort of hold back from veering off into different areas um, as we're talking and I'm looking at the clock. So sadly, we must wrap up. But before we finish, um, you've got a really good offer for the single mums listening. Can I ask you to explain what it is and how to get it? Yes, certainly. I have a, an online program at the moment called 90 Days of Intoxicating Transformation. Oh, you and your words are fantastic. <laughs> I love them. I know. I'm a bit of a word person. I just love words. If you um, get on online and read my blogs, you will see that I, I adore words. Anyway, um, it's normally 550 per person. You... You and I, whoever the you may be, um, we spend three months, 90 days together online every day and uh, going through all sorts of focuses and creating our own um, mantra, which is a, a, a daily song and celebration of ourselves. Um, normally it's 550 per person. I would love to offer it to uh, 420 per person, uh, part payments uh, are available and it's one-on-one -on -one, every day with me online and uh, I've been through the journey myself with my own mentor a few times and it's one of the best things we can ever do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the online. If there are Adelaide-based listeners, I run business and personal mastermind groups which are physical uh, groups here in Adelaide. And then, of course, I have from time to time live workshops or what I call gigs, uh, which run throughout the year and they're all available on my website and my uh, Facebook page and, and everywhere on, on social media. That's great. Thanks so much, Penny. And what I'll do is when I publish this um, podcast on to my website, which is beanstalkmums.com.au, I'll put a link through to your website. So anybody okay. who has a listen and wants to check out anything that you do, they can do so there. So thanks so much, Penny. Um, I love what you do, which is so similar to my own line of work. There is so much reward in helping others. And I think that you've just got this incredible mix of compassion, professionalism, a load of qualifications um, and some brilliant experience to make a genuine difference. Um, we've been, as I said before, a long time planning this podcast, but it's been worth the wait for sure. So thank you for sharing your time, your knowledge and your general beautifulness with us today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm sitting here smiling and feeling all warm and at peace. So yeah, thank you. I am as well. So thank you <laughs> to you too. And thank you, single mums, for listening. Remember, your life is a once-in-a-lifetime journey and you are the one in control. Please don't waste time on negative emotions. You are so much better than that. Look after yourself. Think about the little things that give you pleasure 
make a pact to enjoy life and take your children along for the ride. Until next time, ladies, goodbye.